Welcome to We Are Hospitality, a podcast from the Rhode Island Hospitality Association with your host, me, Bill Bartholomew. Okay, so today we are, we're, we're going to talk about food safety. And look, I mean, when it comes to hospitality, I'd say that's probably up there in the top of the list. And we've got Lori Kamara from Rhode Island Hospitality Association here with us today to go through some of this stuff. Good morning. Good morning. And, um, all right, well, let's get right into it. Why is food safety an important topic that people need to know about during the pandemic specifically? So obviously going through a pandemic, uh, we were some of the first to be shut down the restaurant industry. Uh, and the last thing that anyone needs is a foodborne illness outbreak, never mind, you know, to be shut down because of COVID. Uh, so we're just focusing on, you know, food safety more. It's always been a focus, obviously, uh, but more so during the pandemic because people, it's just heightened awareness now for it. Uh, so, you know, with state mandated restrictions, you know, such as capacity, are we paying attention to food expiring? Are we paying attention to the prepping process? Um, so, you know, rotating of food, obviously less businesses, less food going out the door. So just paying attention to the little things really to avoid anyone from getting sick. What has changed during COVID-19 in terms of fo- food safety? Because look, there's a lot of things that we've learned from the pandemic, you know, that we're going to apply to our daily lives going forward, our industrial lives going forward. So specifically with food safety, what's what's changed? Honestly, nothing. <laughs> Nothing has changed. (laughs) Nothing has really changed. Um, Restaurants, this is their livelihood. So really, they've had to pay attention to food safety since they opened their doors. Mm -hmm. Um, They are inspected regularly by the health department, obviously. Um, So they're going to protect their livelihood. This has just been behind the scenes. You know, food safety has been more of a like closed curtain type deal. Uh, It's just become more of a focus now. So consumers are really heightened. They have heightened awareness towards it. And again, we're you know, we do this every single day. Uh, we're preparing every single day for a health inspection uh, and to keep food and, and people safe. That's our jobs, right? Uh, so really nothing nothing has changed. We have strong systems that have been in place that are just the forefront now. Um, and that's why it's been so easy for the restaurants to adapt really to new regulations is because those strong systems that have already been in place this entire time. So your role is manager of hospitality training and education. So with that's going to come the famous term best practices that we hear so often. But in all seriousness, what are some of the best practices that restaurants can focus on for safety? Um, First of all, be healthy. So only healthy employees should be at work. If there's any symptoms, obviously stay home. Managers let them stay home. Yeah. <laughs> they shouldn't be in the in the establishment. Uh, clean and disinfect. We've been hearing cleaning and sanitizing constantly. So just making it, you know, coming out front and actually doing it in front of guests is, is good as well. But paying attention to those high touch areas. So, you know, where credit cards come in or, or computer screens and things like that. Keeping pods so employees are working with the same co-workers daily. So adjusting schedules is important to keep those same pods. Um, Obviously, you know, COVID hasn't been spread or there's no proven evidence that it's been spread in restaurants or by food, right? But paying attention to sanitizing because obviously viruses can spread on surfaces. So sanitizing those surfaces back of the house, front of the house um, is important. Encourage employee testing, obviously, so that we can 
assure guests that coming into the restaurant, no one is COVID positive. Uh, training, training, train, 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 train. That's what I say. That's my job. Uh, training your employees for those best practices. Adhere to guidance from the state, um, you know, reopening guidance. It's best practices in, in establishments that should be enforced. And then, um, you know, just following those systems that have already been in place. Yeah, the path to success in this area has kind of been tried and true for a long time, probably going all the way back to the origins of restaurants in France, you know, realistically, putting on your consumer hat now, and frankly, even your your food service um, staff, uh, employee hat, what should people look for? And undoubtedly, they will be looking for things when, when someone goes out to eat, what should they look for to say, hey, you know what? I have that confidence that where I am eating right now, where I'm being served, where I'm working, my staff, if you're a manager or an owner, everything, everybody has that consumer confidence. What should people look for? So again, there's been no evidence that restaurants um, or food are are the source of spreading COVID. Mm -hmm. Uh, Consumers now, again, are just more aware. As I said before, we have strong practices and systems in place. Um, but now we have to build that consumer confidence, which has been the key. Um, and hopefully we're, we're helping our members to do that. Uh, think about if you've ever been out to eat and you see an open kitchen, right? It's kind of like the same concept. So usually you can't see the kitchen in the back of the house, right? But all of a sudden when it's front and center and you can see the open kitchen, all of a sudden you're an inspector and you start analyzing absolutely everything that you can see. Yeah. It's pretty much the same premise. Um so again, making sure hand washing is, is going on and it's visible. Clean uniforms is really important um, when you're serving anyone in the restaurant, obviously. So focusing on the little things that, that consumers can see and are now paying attention to is important. Also, um, Rhode Island Hospitality came up with the Rhode Island Restaurant Pledge. Uh, so even before you enter the restaurant, it's a decal that's on um, the front of the restaurant space. And it's just that commitment to guests. And also we ask that guests commit as well to those best practices and safety for everyone, for consumers and for employees. The National Restaurant Association has come up with the dining commitment, same premise. Um, it's adhering to those best practices. And it just it's it's that one extra step that consumers can realize that that restaurant is going above and beyond to keep them safe. And they're recognizing, um, you know, higher, higher standards for cleaning and making that their main focus for safety. And in terms of the work that you do, you know, what, and, and, and the hospitality association as a whole does in terms of educating the industry about food safety. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So, Food safety manager certification has always been a mandate. Um, Well, it is a mandate from the Rhode Island Department of Health. Uh, But beyond that, we can also educate front of the house and back of the house workers with the food handler certificate, which is best practices for food safety. Uh, Rhode Island Hospitality also has toolkits that we've been providing. Uh, It's just a downloadable toolkit that has best practices in there, posters that you can post. We're a very visual industry. We like posters. So those are great, awesome reminders to put up for employees. And for guests, front of the house and back of the house, we have a list of vendors for PPE and for supplies, you know, for, for putting up plexi and things like that around the establishment. 
Uh, we also have newsletters and communications that go out daily, uh, which are very informative. You know, everything, statistics, everything changes. Regulations change so rapidly with COVID that we just have to keep up on the communication. So, you know, all of the training as well as the communication is important for educating. Lori, outstanding job. I mean, this this was highly engaging and entertaining. I mean, what's your take right now? Kind of last question here. Do you feel like the industry is in a place where consumer confidence, safety, et cetera, can be delivered in a way that is um, not only within the hospitality industry, but overall kind of leading the way for how we can get back to, look, we're never going back to normal, but the uh, terrible term, the new normal. Can you lead the way through your industry? Can Rhode Island hospitality lead the way on a global scale? in terms of how to get this done and get people back confidently consuming the things that they love. Absolutely. We are a state of small business. Uh, we're fighters. So, you know, we're not just going to roll over <laughs> and let COVID <laughs> get the best of us. So we've been working every single day to reopen, to be safe. Um, again, this is people's livelihood that we're talking about. So they're not going to just roll over easy and let COVID take the, take their you know, livelihood from them. This is something that we've been working on uh, with our members, with legislation. Uh, we worked with the Department of Health when this first started to get, you know, uh, regulations and guidance out there for, for people. So, I, you know, we work directly with the Department of Health to help with that. So we're in the right direction. I, I you know, I feel confident that I can go out to eat and, and be safe. So others, you know, support local businesses, grab to go if, you know, if you don't feel comfortable eating inside, everybody has kind of adapted to doing that to go ordering. So definitely support the, the businesses that are that are struggling. This is We Are Hospitality, a new podcast series from the Rhode Island Hospitality Association. Lori Kamara, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Bill Bartholomew, and we'll see you next time.